This is the Gridiron Guys Podcast with Anthony Stalter and Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis. Driven by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. And welcome back to the Gridiron Guys with Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis. I'm Anthony Stalter. Our apologies last week. We didn't get to a podcast. I had a scheduling issue last week, and so did uh, CD. So we're going to pick pick it right up here. We did not have an opportunity, Kerry to get into some of our predictions although we kind of did that when we did our division by division look so kind of over 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 under yeah so everybody kind of has a feel for what what we thought going into the season so we are recording this on monday before the bills jets monday night football game we did not get a chance to react to the thursday night game so carrie Mm -hmm. this is what i want to do every game that was played thus far in week one instant reaction we don't have to spend a, too much time on it but I, I just want your instant reaction on each game i'll, I'll give you mine as well so right. uh, like i said before the podcast we're going to skip the foreplay get right into it yeah, i like it lions 21 chiefs 20 instant reaction Whew. who saw that coming i did who, not who, who who saw travis kelsey having a bone bruise in his knee a hyperextended knee uh, feared that it may have been something torn. Uh, fortunately for him, it was nothing torn, just a deep bone bruise. Uh, but the the fact of the Chiefs not having Travis Kelsey, you saw that offense and how different it looks. We we were concerned two years ago when Tyreek Hill left. Yeah. But most people didn't understand that Travis Kelsey is their number one receiver. Right. I think they understand it now. After you <laughs> watch that game versus the, the, the Detroit Lions, uh, just an inability for Patrick Mahomes, as great as he is, to make everyone around him better, they were unable to get it done. And, you know, I, I think Kadarius Tony is a very, very good receiver, extremely athletic. He had way too many drops. And I think if you were to ask him, he would agree with it. Uh, just not a good game for the uh, for the old Kansas City Chiefs there. I thought Kadarius Tony was Detroit's best player that he night. He might have been. That's, that's a tough night. Yeah, that's rough. You know, he gets st- stuffed on the, the jet sweep there late in the game. That that wound up being kind of a, a rough play call. But look, here's my instant reaction on this. We we can kind of get into some of the idiosyncrasies of like the Chiefs, but you're you're an alliance team that was that was hyped all off season. You didn't make the playoffs last year, but everybody fell in love yeah. with you, and everybody fell in love with Dan Campbell. So all off season, everybody's hyping you up. You go into Arrowhead opening the night, night. The, opening night, the night yeah. that they dropped the banner, yeah. and you win in that environment. It's a good win. Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, or not? Yeah, that that's impressive. I I, I do I agree. It's very impressive, but it, that wasn't the Kansas City Chiefs team that I think we're going to see week two, week three, and and from this point on. Like I said, the injuries, the lack of not having Chris Jones there, obviously made an impact on that game. But the Detroit Lions, you have to tip your caps to them because they got some talent. Amon Ross, St. Brown is a guy, and I. I know they signed David Montgomery in the offseason, but they drafted Jameer Gibbs for a reason. And I'm speed. excited to see when they decide to give him the bulk of the carries and, and the bulk of the touches out of that backfield. I think this Detroit Lions team is going to be really good. And, I, I mean, I, I thought they had a really good game plan. They fought hard. They won that game. And Kansas City Chiefs just needed just a little bit more. Travis Kelsey will make a difference, though. Aaron Glenn, defensively, his, he's the deep defensive coordinator for the Lions. I thought he's he's had a, he's done a really nice job since about – November of last year yeah. until now. Yeah. He's he's made some changes that have made a huge impact. Uh, again, Lions, huge statement win. For the Chiefs, no panic. I Nothing agree. To, yeah, it, no, no reason to, to start, you know, the panic bus up and get rolling. We have the panic bus here in St. Louis for the St. Louis Cardinals and the uh, St. Louis Blues. When th- well, panic bus has been off and running 
Well, I mean, is there panic anymore for the Cardinals? No. Oh, yeah. We, yeah panic bus is, was mid That thing was parked. Yeah. It's parked. We understand. But we, we, we do keep the keys handy yeah. for the panic bus. If you're a Kansas City Chief fan, don't worry about it. No panic. No need to worry. You still got Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey will be back sooner rather than later. Uh, let's, let's, let's start off the Sunday games with actually the Sunday night game. Let's do it. Holy smokes. <laughs> I like the Cowboys going into last night. I thought that they would win. Mm-hmm. I thought that they would win by 7 to 10 points. Okay. They hung 40 on the yeah. Giants, and they didn't even play the fourth quarter. No. They took their foot off the gas in the fourth quarter. That defense was ferocious. Daniel Jones had no chance. Mm. They eliminated Saquon Barkley pretty much out of the gates when they yep. scored, what, 16 points in the first quarter? Yep. That uh, Again, that defense was all over Jones. The Giants had no chance. They were manhandled. From start to finish. And I thought, you talk about statements in a divisional game, on the road, MetLife Stadium, rain, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Dallas was perhaps the most impressive team yesterday overall. So I'm going to rein it back and pull it back just a little bit. Because I think that game was more about the New York Giants than it was the Dallas Cowboys. The New York Giants were unable to protect anything, anyone. Daniel Jones got sacked seven times. You give up a field goal, a blocked field goal for a touchdown, scoop and score. You give up a an interception that great timely hit. Saquon pops out of his out of his hands into the defender's hands. Uh, it's pick six. So that's fourteen points right there. It's just I thought that was more about how terrible the New York Giants may be, and we can blame the rain. We can blame you know the environment. Both teams were Come playing on. in yeah, it. Yeah, the Cowboys were playing in it, too. It, it it now I w- where I will give credit to for the Dallas Cowboys. That defensive line, that front seven, they got after the quarterback. They got after the ball carrier. They made plays, impact plays. Offensively, though, and maybe it's because we didn't see enough. We didn't need to see that much. Dak Prescott only had 143 yards, 13 for 24. Yeah, game to didn't me, call for it. Yeah, but you're but 13 for 24. That, that's that's to me that's not a number that I feel is is great. And I didn't see I didn't see that from him yesterday. And I, I like I said, the game may not have called for it, may not have had a need to do it. Yeah. The concern for me is the Giants and how poorly they played because I thought that was atrocious. Yeah. Other than Saquon Barkley in the running game, he was 12 for 51. He just didn't hit you. At some point, you got to stop running it and, and try throwing it. And every time Daniel Jones dropped back, it literally felt like there was a Dallas Cowboy standing in his face. If they weren't t- uh, sacking him, they were applying pressure and get, making him have off-target throws. So, to me, that was more about the the inability from the da- from the from the Chicago Chicago Giants New York Giants line <laughs> to protect than it was from the Dallas Cowboys just being a a star studded team right now. Uh, the Giants to me, they were not a playoff team coming coming in. No. I had I took their under. I think you took the under on the win total as well. Yeah, I, I believe so. I can't remember. I I know I did because I, I just I've not liked the Giants. You win a lot of close games last year. You have to play to a certain script. Yes. And we're going to get to another team that that falls into that same that same area. The Giants they have to play close. They have to run the ball. They have to stay, you know, that 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 game, every game in the fourth quarter has to be a one possession for them to win. That's how they won last year. The only good thing I'll say with Brian Dable and the Giants is you can say, you can go in and say, look, guys, you thought you were a lot better. Right. You thought you were a lot better because you made the playoffs last year and you won a playoff game. There's a lot that they can break down. Well, if, if I'm the Giants and if I'm a Giants fan, I'm, I'll ask you this. Who, who on the outside puts fear in your heart? Would it be Isaiah Hodgins? From the receiver standpoint, yes. nobody. Jalen Jalen Hyatt? No. Sterling Shepard? No. Paris Campbell? No. 
Lawrence Cager? Yeah, Darren Waller was compared to LeBron James last night by Chris Collinsworth. That was interesting. <laughs> Although I don't think that I don't think he meant it in that way. I yeah. just think he meant when you got a guy, you get the ball to him. He is their guy. But other than that, they don't have anything on the outside that strikes fear in you. So what does that mean? We're going to get after the run game. We're going to get after the quarterback. And we're going to see if you're able to make passes. They, passes were dropped last night. Passes were tipped. It, it just wasn't good. And I think that was more about the the, the New York Giants' inability mm-hmm. to play football in a in a – in a good way as opposed to what the Dallas Cowboys do. We're doing our instant reaction for week one going game by game. I thought the most entertaining game wound up being Miami and the Chargers. They they put, what, 70 points on the board combined. The Dolphins win 36-34. They were a slight underdog. But the most impressive thing I thought, uh, CD, was this was a Dolphins offense that was shut down by Brandon Staley and that Chargers defense a year ago. And I think that Mike McDaniel knows what he's doing. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be a great head coach, right. but he's he's got he's got the philosophy, the scheme, yep. the, the the that knack for play calling. You can see it. Oh yeah. And he made he's a lot of adju- he is. He he's made a lot of adjustments. You, you know what makes you comfortable? Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle, Raheem Mercer. When you got when you got guys that can run that fast and create their own uh, issues for the defense, it, it makes life a lot easier. Sure. He's got Tyreek Hill lined up everywhere on the field, backfield, slot, outside receiver. He he might line them up at quarterback at some point. He can play everything, and he is a an ultimate mismatch for opposing defenses, and it makes life hard on you. When you don't know where that guy is going to go, it just changes the, the the philosophy of the defense, and it makes it hard for them to figure out how to cover him. Yeah. I think Mike McDaniel did do a great job yesterday. I loved – what I saw from all the terrible offense we saw yesterday, because it was oh, it's bad the fourth preseason game, or you know, it's, it's teams aren't prepared because they aren't playing guys in the preseason. The Miami Dolphins looked ready to roll. Yeah, and if you thought that the the, the Chargers were going to find a way to win, you you haven't been watching the Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it. You knew you, 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 you knew. knew the Chargers were were just going to come up short in in games yes. like that. Yes. It's Staley. It's you know, I don't, I don't even know if it's it's fair to just blame Staley. Uh, when your team scores 34 points, you should you should be able to win the game. But you're right. I mean, close close games like that. I just I, my one of my big fears when it comes to the NFL is the Chargers are just going to waste Justin Herbert over and over and over again. It's it's quite possible. I mean, he, I, it's it's possible that that happens. I, I will give the Chargers credit for this. Kellen Moore, the new OC. Ran the football. Yes. That's something that you have not seen from the Chargers. You had Austin Eckler with 117 yards. Joshua Kelly with 91. They ran for a tune of 234 yards. I, 32 carries. Uh, for, for me, to see that from them gives me a little bit of hope because now you can control the game. You can control the clock. Right. And you can, you can not have Justin Herbert dropping back 45 times a game to the tune of 400-plus yards. Mm-hmm. Now, well, Mike Williams and, and Keenan Allen – Good luck, right? But, you know, and Mike Williams got hurt yesterday. Just tell me something else. Give me a news. Jeez, when right? I saw, I, told, I, I said the same thing when I, he when he went down. You're like, said, okay, is that Mike really Williams. is that really news? I hate it. I but, hate it for him, yeah, but it's not news. It's not it's, news. It's, it's it's unfortunate part of his career. He's a talented wide receiver, but often injured, and yep. now you know. But at least, at least Kellen Moore made a decision that he's going to run the football with Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly, and I think that will alleviate some of the pressure from uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, what, two more thoughts on the Dolphins real quick. One, Vic Fangio will fix that defense. Yes. He will. He he doesn't have all his guys right now. Jay, no Jalen Ramsey. 
he doesn't have all, all of his pieces. He will fix that defense. They will not be giving up 30-plus points each and every week. I had the, Dol- the Dolphins, when we did our predictions for 101 ESPN, I had the Dolphins winning the AFC East. I'm very high on Miami. You watched that yesterday. You should be. They're going to win, CD. They're going to win a lot of games yes. in September. They're going to win a lot of games in October. And any team that's got to go down to Miami, it's an issue yeah. early in the season. Yes, it is. So this was huge yesterday for them to already put one on the board. Cross country. It, it, abs- get a win. Cross country. Yep. They got to win. But when the weather starts to turn, that's when I start to worry a little bit about Miami. But I think they're going to be. They're just going to have such a fast start that they're going to they're going to win that division. That's right. uh, that was my kind of one of my sleeper picks. What what really started as an awful game, at least if you're a Patriots fan, turned into one of the more entertaining endings. So the Eagles win 25-20, but they had jumped out to a 16-0 lead. Jalen Hurts was running all over the place. It looked like the Eagles were were just going to run away with things. And then slowly the adjustments started to come in for Bill, Bill Belichick and his defense. And Mac Jones had the Patriots driving within the last couple of minutes and had, I don't know, it was a Kendrick Bourne, who couldn't come up with the one sideline no, catch? No, uh, Booty. Is it Kayshawn Booty? Okay. Yeah. He, the, I mean, the, he, he could have made a remarkable catch. He didn't get his foot in. It was it was a it was a college catch. Got one, one foot in. Got one foot in. Drag the other one. Couldn't get the other one on the fourth yeah. down, or else yep. they would have had a first down deep yes. deep in Philly territory. An interesting choice too by by Nick Sirianni to not punt. Yeah. Going for it on fourth and two. No kidding. Uh, on what were they on their 40, 50 yard line? Just not deciding to punt in that moment was an intriguing decision because if you make Mac Jones go ninety yards, 80, 80 to ninety yards, yeah, I think your, your your chances are a lot higher than him having to go uh, 30, 40, 50, 60 yards. They were on it was New just, England's forty four. There you go. It so, was a it was an intriguing decision. Yeah, it's kind of a no man's yeah, land there. It's yeah. tough, but yeah, I, I agree with you though. If if you're if you punt in that spot, there is. The Patriots got the ball back with, I think, 148 yeah. or so. Make them drive the field. Make them drive it. I'm See with you on that got. one. I thought, I, I don't know, out of all the games, I don't know if we learned anything from, from this one. I think that it was kind of status quo. The Eagles are going to be good, and the Patriots are going to be a pain in the ass for everybody. They well, may finish fourth, yeah, fourth in the AFCs. Carry, they're going to be a pain in the ass yeah. for every single opponent. I think what I learned from that game is the Eagles are really good, but they, they, they took their foot off the pedal. Yeah. I think they realized that this Patriots team was not a threat. There was nothing that scared them, and so they kind of dialed it back a little bit. You had early turnovers by the by New England. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott put the ball on the ground, so there, there were there were opportunities for Philadelphia to score early and get that game out of the way. And I think they kind of got comfortable and realized, oh, we got to stay dialed in for an entire entire sixty minutes. Right. Uh, moving on again, instant reactions. We're we're not doing too big of a, a deep dive because we want to hit every team here in the gridiron guys with Kerry Davis and Anthony Stalter. Packers 38, Bears 20. I, CD, I was saying this. I was saying this over and over. Anybody that would listen. I was I, Look, I'll get to the games I was wrong on. But I was saying for anybody who would listen, we were putting Justin Fields and the Bears... The, the the cart before the horse. Yeah, they were the they had the number one overall pick last year. They traded it to the Panthers, right. but it doesn't change the fact that they had the a roster that that finished with the number one overall pick. Right. Just adding DJ Moore and another season of Justin Fields was not going to make this Bears team a contender. I agree. One, I know it's one game, but the Packers went in there and and a you know kind of a. 
I don't even call it a sloppy first half. But they, they they didn't get going until the until the the the, the second half there. Mm-hmm. But I thought the Packers once again put a stamp on things and said, "Look, we ain't going anywhere." I think this game was for Jordan Love, just to show his his ability to play football at a high level. We've been waiting. Three years is a long time for a first-round pick for you to finally get a start in your fourth year to see who he is, what he has. I think he has it. Yeah. I think that when you look at this this division, everyone assumed that because the, the Packers lost Aaron Rodgers that this team would take a step back. That roster is essentially the same roster with a new quarterback under center, and this quarterback is not a rookie a guy just fresh out of college, he's been in that system for a number of years, understands the nuances, the, the the ins and outs of it. And so I have no doubt that Jordan Love is going to be really good in this offense. I don't know if he's MVP caliber good like Aaron Rodgers has been yeah. you know, over the last few years, but he's going to be really good in this offense. And when you look around the division and see what everyone else did, Detroit got a got a tough win, yeah. but Minnesota took a tough loss. Oh, we'll get to That's them. terrible. So – you're looking at this Packers team and saying, eh, maybe, yeah. maybe there's something there. I, I had the Packers winning the NFC North. That was another one that, that I kind of took a shot on. Yep. Look, when you're surrounded by a, a solid offensive line, Aaron Jones had himself a day yesterday. Yes, Aaron Jones did. is a stud back. Yes. A.J. Dillon can get tough yards. So if they're, if they're winning games late, they can hammer the ball. Yes. You know, they, they, can, they can pound the rock with A.J. Dillon. When when they're when when the game script calls for it, everybody panicked because Christian Watkins wasn't wasn't uh, right. Watson wasn't there. Oh, it's not just about the damn receivers. They the get defensive guys the ball. Line, you know the defense is good. Yeah. I think the Packers are to your point uh, and, and to the point that we had over the, the I think you was the Packers the team you kind of hopped on board with me. Uh, yeah, I believe. Yeah. All right, so I was the, driving I the was bandwagon gonna, and the, all of a sudden Bears, I saw CD I, run and he jumped on. Yes, for me it wasn't the Bears specifically. It was Justin Fields. How how good I think he's sure. going to be this year. Now yesterday wasn't a great game for him. They they lost, but Jordan Love and this Packers team for me. I really feel like they are going to be a really good team this year. One of the surprises, and I don't know if it's a huge surprise, but one of the surprises came in the late window with the Raiders. 17-16 over the Broncos. Dude, The Bro- I love Sean Payton. I think he's going to figure it out. He may have to figure it out without Russell Wilson, though. Listen to me. That's if terrible. I am the Broncos' defense. Do you know they were they led the NFL in defensive scoring yes, last year? They, they, they're they, outstanding. They gave up 17 points a game. They're Just like they did yesterday. If I give up 17 points as a defense and my offense can't put the ball in the end zone three times, what are we doing? In today's NFL. What are we doing? It it, it there is a a it's gonna be some frustration there. We saw it kind of boil over last year with the with defensive linemen looking at Russell like, hey, you gonna figure this out? It's just it's not good football offensively from the from the uh Denver Broncos right now. And I don't know how you get it better. I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you. I don't know how you get it better. I 177 yards from Russell Wilson, two touchdowns. Meh. But he you gotta d- he dinked and dunked. And don't talk to me about Jerry Judy not being there. We just talked about Green Bay not having their number one wide yeah. receiver. They hung 38 on the board. Don't talk to me about Jerry Judy being down. Your, your or leading Greg receiver, Dulwich, you know, going down. I, come on. Your leading receiver is uh, Samaj P. Ryan from yesterday for the Denver Broncos. Yeah. There's so not, I mean, what do you what do you want? Who are you mad at? <laughs> I'm mad at Russell Will. I mean, I'm not mad, but like, five, look, 5.2. I know he had two touchdowns and didn't turn the ball over. 5.2 yards per attempt, man. Jimmy G outplayed him. 
7.7 yards per attempt yesterday. It, Russell Wilson spread the ball around. You know, P. Ryan, Troutman, Sutton. He just he just dinked and dunked, Everybody spread the ball around. Catch. Yeah. It was, but, it was like he was playing peewee. Yeah. Who hasn't got a catch today? And, and you leave to your to your point. He he leaves the defense out to dry again. If you're a Broncos fan, you you got to be just absolute. You have no you have nothing coming in. You, you trade should win everything. that game. You have you to win, win that, that game. game. Yeah, uh, that was ugly to me. Yeah. But good for the Raiders because the Raiders dysfunctional again on the road. On the road. Yep. Divisional game. That's a tough place to play early on in the season. Any 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 time of year. Well, it's, no, it, it's really tough to play in Denver. It just the the altitude, the altitude alone is is enough to uh, to break a grown man down when you when you're out there trying to block tackle <laughs> like and that. run. <laughs> we'll we'll wrap up the late window here with the Rams still owning the Seattle Seahawks. CD, I did not ha- I did not pick Seattle to go to the playoffs. Really, I did not have them in the playoffs. Okay, I don't like their. This is the rever- to me. This is the reverse Green Bay to some extent. I thought they had a really nice season last year. They snuck up on a bunch of opponents, but they started... Geno Smith, if you notice, over the last month or so last year, started to play poorly. He deserved the contract. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's got this late season, uh, the, this 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 career revival, you right. know, basically second career here in Seattle. He's a nice fit for what Pete Carroll wants to do. But I thought he played poorly down the stretch last year. I don't think they upgraded the defense enough. You know, bringing Bobby Wagner back, who I love, but Bobby Wagner's better day, best days are behind him. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they upgraded the defense enough this offseason. Uh, I didn't think that their, their running game seems to be hit and miss at times. Yeah. Their old line's not great. And the Rams, and we talk about receiver, they, they, they didn't have Cooper Cup. They went in there, and Matthew <laughs> Stafford put on an absolute show. He's pretty Against good. a defense that he, that he has owned. And He's Sean McVay owns. I think we forgot how good Matthew Stafford is uh, because of how last season went and how that team went. But it went that way because Matthew Stafford wasn't playing. Like They were terrible last year because Matthew Stafford missed a lot of time. Right. He had Bryce Perkins and, and John Wolford uh, well, playing terrible. games. Right. It wasn't great. So shaky bakey coming in for it was a Baker Mayfield starting the game two days after getting signed. It was a bad season for the Rams. And Matthew Stafford makes things a lot different, even without, as you said, Cooper Cup being on IR for for the next four weeks, uh, for the next three weeks now. It's going to be – it was interesting to see how well they were able to perform and to see that score. And then Geno Smith, the part that surprised me – Offensively, because they do have a lot of talent. You got DK Metcalf. You went and drafted Jackson Smith and Jigba. I thought that they would have, and he still got Tyler Lockett. You got enough guys there. You got one I, football. You do. There's one football. I agree. Cincinnati, we'll get to them. They usually work it out pretty well. They didn't yesterday, but teams know how to work it out and get guys involved in the game plan. It just wasn't for me. It just didn't look fluid enough offensively for that for that Seahawks team. And maybe they'll get it corrected. I am a believer in Geno after last year. I, I, I didn't expect that to happen in the manner in which it did all of last season, how well he performed. He got paid in the offseason. I hope he does gain that re- regain that form that he had last year because I thought he did a really good job last season. All right, let's get into the earlier games. The Vikings, you had mentioned them before. This, uh, this I thought, was yeah. on the same level in some respects as the Broncos lost. Tampa Bay is not a good team. I know defensively. They still have a lot of holdovers from their Super Bowl team. So maybe I'm underselling the Bucs. But, Kerry, I watched that game yesterday. I saw what I saw with my eyes. Mm-hmm. And then I checked, like, my fantasy team later. And I go, because I have, like, the two quarterbacks or whatever. I have yeah. Kirk Cousins. I want to. 
And I looked. I said, how the hell did he score 20 points? <laughs> this is Kirk Cousins. <laughs> At his finest. This is Kirk Cousins. What, what, what did he do? 33 of 44, 344 awesome. yards, two toddies. Yeah. What else did he do? Did you watch the game, though? <laughs> he, the, the critical errors, uh, the turnovers. He, first fumble comes on on the offense. It was an offensive line error, to be uh-huh. fair. And, and this is kind of what Kirk Cousins do. Like, yeah. bad stuff seems to find him, yeah. and it's not always his fault. Okay, that, that first one was on Garrett Brad- Bradbury. Um the second one, though, he kills he kills a drive on a fumble. And the interception, he threw in a tight coverage in the red zone at the end of the first half. Can't happen. Three turnovers. This is the thing. Like, you, the Bill Belichick, don't lose the game yeah. before we have an opportunity to win it. Here's why I would say that the Packers would be my – Packers, Detroit, in the NFC North – We'll see how it pans out. But I didn't have the Vikings. I don't know that the Vikings, they won 11 of their 12 games last year, one possession games, 11 of them. They only lost one of those. One possession games. That means they were either really good or really damn lucky. And and I don't know that they're going to be that good or that lucky this year. If you just lose half of those or only win half of those, your record is completely different. So this was a one-possession game. Last year, they would have found a way to win this game, and now it has turned around into the first first game of the year. They lose that at home versus, what you call them, Shaky Bakey? Shaky Bakey. He, he, you can't lose that game no. to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at, with Baker Mayfield as the starting quarterback. No offense, with all due respect to Baker. With all due respect. But I don't think you can lose that game at home to, to the Buccaneers. And and Mayfield, give him, give him a little credit. You know, the, the first quarter was really sh- was really shaky. Yeah. But, the, and, and Mike Evans dropped a, uh, what could have been a touchdown pass early. I mean, Mike Evans is going to be playing with somebody else next year. Uh, but ba- Baker Mayfield, you know, the throw that he made to Trey Palmer uh, was sharp. I mean, he... He, he did what he had he he did what he had to do to win the game. They won. The, and the, that, that's you have to tip your cap to them. But I I think just like I said that Dallas Cowboys Giants game was more about the Giants. Amen. I think this game is more about the Vikings than it was about the Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm willing to bet that we're not selling the Buccaneers short. But you know, again, kudos kudos to them for for winning that one. Indeed. Uh, one of the more boring games I thought was the Saints and Saints and Titans. Oh, 16 15. Put me out of my misery. Holy smokes! I mean. <laughs> Not, I wasn't impressed by any facet of that game yesterday. I mean, maybe I'm speaking of selling selling short. Maybe I'm selling the defense. The defense is short, but I thought Derek. You know, Derek Carr was Derek Carr. He was efficient. He was yeah. good, but there was still a lot to be left desired. This is this to me is what Derek Carr is. Derek Carr is that he's he is a he is a um, a rich man's Kirk Cousins. Oh. Be- they Oof. both put up good numbers, okay. but something's left to be desired. Yet people like Derek Carr and people don't like Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Would that you rather fun. have Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins? That I. They're the same guy to me. <laughs> Six in one hand, half a dozen yes. in the other. <laughs> Carrie, they're the same guy to me. How do you? How do you? How do you throw for three hundred and five yards on twenty three of thirty three passing? Your team scores sixteen points. A very good question. You, you, you're you're throwing a lot of yards in between the 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 twenties. Yes, and you get in the red zone, and, thing, and, 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 things, and things tighten change, up. Yeah. And it's a man's I, game in between the 20s. I, I think what I, I'll give the uh, New Orleans Saints a little bit of break here because I think when Alvin Kamara comes back, I think that offense, is, offense will change for the better. Be the one good takeaway that you can have, Chris Olave went over 100 yards, but Michael Thomas, if healthy and able to play at the elite high level that he has in his career at and that was a few years ago. He's been injured since then. Uh, five catches, 50, 61 yards. 
I think if you have that coupled with the explosiveness of Alvin Kamara when he's back in the fold, I think they have a lot that they can do. And and you got to give credit to the, their defense. Now, on the flip side, as I watched that game, you hit the nail on the head, one of the most boring games of all of Sunday. Because when I watch Ryan Tannehill play, I can understand why they drafted two quarterbacks in the past two drafts. Yeah, It, it just, I'm like, oh my God, bro. We got to do better. Mm-hmm. And it starts with the quarterback. He has to be better. Um, Derrick Henry, you, you got to be able to alleviate that box and, and and get some guys out of that box by getting guys open downfield and making throws. And to the tune of 198 yards and three interceptions for Ryan Tannehill, that's not great. No. And so you're going to have heavy boxes until you decide or they decide how to make plays in the passing game effectively, not turning the ball over. It it, it kind of looked like what you saw a few was it two years ago in the playoffs when they played the the, the Bengals the Bengals in the at home and he they threw were the number those, one seed they were the number one seed and just turned the ball over yeah. turnover after turnover after turnover and just not taking care of the football and not putting yourself in a position to win a game. Ryan Tannehill has not looked the same since Arthur Smith became the Falcons head coach. <sighs> Arthur Smith was the former OC yep. for the Titans. He was the one that when they benched Mariota. Tannehill was there, and Tannehill looked like a very competent quarterback. Since that point, though, uh, it's not good. And credit, again, credit the Saints defense. They forced the turnovers, but Ryan Tannehill was was not good. Uh, Commanders beat the Cardinals 20-16. Sam Howell, fine. I thought Arizona Arizona was the story. Arizona played played hard. They played better than well. I'll say they played better than I thought they would. Sure, to I, be in that game, there's no way in the world you would have been able to tell me that. No. Yeah. Good for Arizona. I don't know if there's much more to break down here. Yeah. The, the commanders. Some people like the Commanders as a wild card team. I, do I don't. What? I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Arizona. I thought was out of the, out of all the losing teams, they were kind of the one that I'm like, hey, you know, hey, good for you. You know, good St- job. Still probably gonna be the number one seed, but you know, the not number great. One pick. Uh, the, yeah, the number yeah, one pick. pick yeah. yeah, that's right. Man. Not the number, <laughs> Not one, the seed. number one seed. <laughs> if they give seeds out for the draft, that would be yeah. Um, again, not much to go on here. The Ravens twenty-five to nine. I thought Lamar was sloppy. A little bit. I thought he was sloppy. A I thought bit. I thought he was careless with the ball. Yeah. Uh, the, the 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 Ravens to me looked like a team that knew it was going to win and did and and didn't didn't you know the the scheme. I I didn't think there was anything to take away from the Todd Munkin scheme. I thought Houston. You know, it's, it's pretty good. Athletic. They've got some athletes right. in their front seven. But and you know, when your head coach is D'Amico Ryan's, they're going to play hard on absolutely. Defense. So that that you have to give credit to them. They're a young team. They got a young quarterback, rookie quarterback. They're not poised to win games right now. They are going to take their lumps, grow. I'm talking about the Houston Texans. They're going to grow, but they're not they're not poised to win that game, right. win many games this year. I think when you're looking at Lamar Jackson, they got another injury to J.K. Oh, Dobbins, who man. tears his Achilles. That is 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 just heart gut wrenching for him, knowing what he's been through. I mean, just kind of like Mike Williams, we talked about him earlier, often injured. Except for Mike Williams, eventually comes back and plays in yeah. the season. J.K. Dobbins is going to miss his second season I feel bad of his him. career because of a torn. And last time it was a torn ACL, now it's a torn Achilles. It's it's rough. It's tough on him. I don't. I didn't see enough of the offense. To really get a get an understanding, I, I was pleased with Zay Flowers in his rookie he debut. He looked great. He's going to be really good. Yes. And so to have that guy, and then eventually, I, I think um, Mark Andrews will get back healthy. He'll be able to play. He was out. Yeah. That that takes away from the offense as well. But Odell Beckham Jr. You got three guys that I think can make plays when when Mark Andrews is back healthy. 
figure out what they're going to do in the running game because I don't think they want to lean on Lamar as much as they have in the past. But J.K. JK Dobbins' injury kind of kind of ruins that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and that's a really good point about Mark Andrews not playing. I like Isaiah Likely, but he is not Mark he, Andrews. He is not. <laughs> and, and Zay Flowers, though. Zay Flowers looked really yeah. good. All right, moving through, uh, we'll, we'll get to another game that we can kind of move quickly on. The Falcons beat the Panthers 24-10. to Nice job there. Nice job there, Falcons. I'll give the good and the bad here. One, Bijan Robinson. Did you see? Did you see the touchdown? I saw it. it Holy it, that's smokes! Why you, that's why you draft him. Where you draft him, dude? The the move that he made on the first defender was all agility. Yeah. And then when he he broke the two tackles, strength. that was that was all strength and power. So he he looked like a stud. Tyler Algier might be one of the more underrated RB twos in the league. He the he gets the Falcons kept saying, look, we like our we like our backs. We that like was our intriguing. backs. We like our backs. He got he got five more carries and had the two touchdowns. I just assume when you draft uh, a first round running back that early, he's going to get the twenty carries. Right, you're, 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 it'll be twenty and five, not fifteen and ten, and you be in the ten when you're the first round running back. So, right, it, it, I don't know how that transitions for the rest of the year, but Tyler Algier played well, like really well last year, and was surprised that they went and drafted a running back in the yeah. first round. So he got over a thousand last year as a rookie. Yeah, for I think he set the Falcons' rookie rushing record. It was that I, was intriguing. Kerry, I think that's how it's going to look. I think Tyler Algier is going to get 15 carries. I think Bijan Robinson's going to get about 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, he was targeted six times yeah. in the passing game. I th- he lined up in the slot. You know, the one the the one that he caught, uh, he he motioned out. I think that's how they're going to use him. Two things though. One, the Falcons still don't have a damn pass pass rush again. <laughs> and Desmond Ritter was terrible. He was absolutely no. terrible. If they get into a, if they get into a drop back passing game, that O line. Does uh, that old line is top five moving forward? Yeah, they're bottom five moving back. Yeah, that's not great. Caleb Caleb McGarry got a huge contract uh-huh. as the right tackle. That dude needs to go forward <laughs> at all times, not they backwards. Run the football, and man. they can't, uh, you know. And Bryce Young, I thought was uh, sloppy. Yeah, he he was a couple of nice throws early, but he, he I thought he was sloppy. What, that's what you expect from a rookie quarterback. You don't expect him to go out and light light it up. I thought those two rookie quarterbacks performed about how. I expected rookie quarterbacks. There was one that I thought did really good, and that surprised me the most, and that was Anthony Richardson. But we'll get to that well, soon. Why don't we? Why don't we yeah. get to that? Unless you have any other no, thoughts? No, that's all I had on that. Anthony Richardson kept that Colts team <laughs> in the game. Listen, I was a bad surprised. Colts team. Yes, I thought Kerry went. I thought they were going to pull it off. At they one point. should have. When they were up twenty-one to seventeen, yes. I thought you know the Colts have. At times, outplayed the Jaguars here. Now, Calvin Ridley went off, and mm-hmm. anybody, nobody's going to be surprised. Calvin Ridley's a stud. He is. He was a number. He was. He was a first round draft pick. The only reason why he wound up in Jacksonville is because he had, you know, he, gambling. He, he had, well, he asked that he asked Atlanta to, to you know, he had some mental health stuff. Yeah. Atlanta granted him permission to leave. As he's as he's gone, he bets on the damn team. Right. Gets suspended. They 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 traded him yep. because they had moved on. That otherwise, he'd still be in the Falcons. He'd be the, the number one guy. He's really good. He is really good. But anyway, <laughs> sorry. Uh, the Jaguars, Travis Etienne, uh, an incredible run there at the end to, mm-hmm. to really ice the game. But Anthony Richardson, I thought, was the story outside of Calvin Ridley. He was really, really – I hate to, to, to compare people, but he reminded me of Cam Newton. I thought the same thing, Kerry. Just a big – 
freaking do. dude yep. that can make plays with his arms and his legs. He took a shot down there by the goal line yeah. where Gardner Minshew had to come in. We don't like to see that because you got to protect yourself and you got to be the one delivering those blows if you're going to be involved in a run game. But he reminded me so much of Cam Newton. And if your career goes at any way, the path that Cam Newton's gone, I, you, the the Colts got him one. Yep. And I thought that was spectacular for them. Michael Michael Pittman Jr. played extremely well mm-hmm. in the. Now now here's the thing. Here's where my frustration lies. What position did I play? Fullback. Fullback, which means my guy behind me was a, a running back. Running back. Yeah. The running back wasn't there. They don't <laughs> want him to play. Jonathan Taylor makes changes that game for them, and they probably win it. That this is. This is so frustrating for me to to see. I didn't know what to expect from Anthony Richardson. I had no clue. After seeing that, I hope Jonathan Taylor does decide to come back and play, and I hope they do give him a chance because that team can be really good in that division yeah. and may surprise a lot of people. Yeah, they're, they're, that Anthony was Richardson's a, a gamer. Man, that was fun. If you if you watch if you just looked at the score and saw Jaguars thirty one twenty one, you're like, oh okay, yeah, that makes sense, right? But if you watch the game. The Jaguars felt. I felt like the Jaguars are in trouble. Trouble for most of the second half yes. until about five minutes left, yes. and then Etn broke off the run, and that was it. But th- then Richardson got him right back into the the red zone there. He's a he's and, a ball and at the player. goal line. He's a ball player. All right, uh, I'm I'm saving one game because I feel like CD's going to air it out. We we're, we're almost <laughs> to it though. Let's get to this Browns Bengals twenty four to three. Ew. I, look, I, I picked I picked the Browns in our pick'em. I picked the Bengals. I I had the Bengals not making the playoffs. There, I'm telling you right now, there is something off about this Cincinnati team. Joe Burrow cannot win in Cleveland for for whatever reason. Cleveland always has a good defensive game plan against the Bengals. If you're Kansas City or you're Buffalo or you're other, if, if you're any of these teams that have struggled against the Bengals, if if you do not copy what Cleveland has done over the last two years now to Joe Burrow and the Bengals. You're an idiot. Because the Browns have laid out a game plan against Cincinnati now a couple of times, at least at home. I wasn't overly shocked by that. But Cincinnati, I'm not. I'm not even going to say but. I think Cincinnati's got problems. See, I don't think so. I think that was a game that when you look at it and and you break down last year they lost their first two games as well Cincinnati did very true yeah. they they won Joe Burrow in Dallas yeah Joe Burrow didn't play in the preseason calf injury he hadn't played in the preseason I don't think since he's been in the league uh, maybe other than his rookie year he's the guy that he he start he started that game it was terrible watching yep. him I thought he was hurt how how slowly he was moving second half he started he looked, moving he looked bothered by the rain the rain or the leg or whatever the case may be second half he started moving a little bit better physically but they just were unable to get anything going i'm not concerned about the cincinnati bengals i think that again as you said the browns played a really good game but i'm not i'm not concerned about what i see from the cincinnati bengals i think they're going to be okay I, I just thought that was a bad game for them weather leg not playing in the preseason, yeah. all of those things combined. You try to target uh, T. Higgins eight times and he has zero catches. Yeah, was, that won't that happen weird. again. They'll right. figure that part out. And so I, I don't 
again, I don't I don't take too much away from what happened yesterday. I think the Bengals are fine. And I guess this kind of plays into your point. The Brown the Browns were on script. Like they got to run the ball, and they did. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson wasn't great. He was fine. He made plays when he had to. Yeah. But he from a stat line, he he wasn't overly impressive. I thought he. I actually thought the Browns left some points on the board. Quite frankly, they got a and they're starting right tackle is out for the year, I believe. Uh, got hurt yesterday. That's not good. Yeah, not great. Yeah, Cleveland needs Cle- Cleveland needs to stay healthy. They're one of those rosters that's good enough to be a wild card team or stay in the wild card hunt. Jack Conklin. Oh, Jack Conklin's yeah. a huge loss. Yes. I didn't see that. Yep. Okay, last one. I saved it. Uh, I figured Kerry might want to air it out here. I'm gonna. I'm just. I'm just gonna throw this out there, and then uh, Kerry can take over. 49ers thirty, Steelers seven. I didn't think. I didn't think it was that close. <sighs> And as Jamie Rivers would say, the Steelers finished third yesterday uh, in that game. That, to me, defensively, I actually thought the Steelers didn't play poorly. They gave up 30 points. I didn't think they played poorly. That is a really good – now, there are a couple of things here. The, the the San Francisco 49ers, I believe, will be playing in the NFC Championship game Again. and possibly making it to the Super Bowl this year. Agreed. I think they're that good. What I saw from the Pittsburgh Steelers offensively – was offensive. It was Anthony. I love. I I love football, man. I absolutely like. This is my thing. I I am a football purist. And offense is such a beautiful thing when it's done. That's why I love the Miami game. I, you got guys lining up here and going motion and hit, <laughs> hit, hit them with a slant in order to run a wheel route. You got guys going everywhere and catching footballs and making plays. And I'm watching the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I am heartbroken when I see but Anthony. I'm about, I'm about to be in tears. <laughs> the problem is we've seen this movie. Yes. We saw it all last year. We saw it all the year before. I don't know what it's going to take for this offense to open up. I'll give you the the, the play when I knew we had a problem, and I say we because I am a stiller at heart. I knew we had a problem. I believe it was the first carry of the game to Najee Harris. There's a guy. They got a couple of guys on that defense, first of all, for the 49ers. Yeah. One of those guys is Fred Werner. Mm-hmm. You oh. might need to know where he is. They didn't block him. The linebacker. The only one that you don't block the Mike linebacker on the first run of the game. And he came down and he hit Najee so damn hard. And he... And I'm like, whoa, it's going to be a long day if we can't block the linebackers for the San Francisco 49ers. And it was a long day. The Steelers didn't get their first first down until two minutes left in the first half. That's how bad it was. Watching them attempt to play offensive football, was 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 it, it broke my heart to see that because it just was not – it's not what I what I assumed was going to happen yesterday. I thought you'd have George Pickens balling. I thought you'd have Deontay Johnson, Calvin Austin. You're going to have Pat Fryer. If you're going to have Najee Harris and Kenny Pickett was going to be doing this thing, willing and dealing, and it did not happen. If you don't block Fred Warner on the first play of the game, first run of the game, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> what is the line do? What are we doing? What are we doing, man? It's terrible. The first run, man, he came down and he set the – Tone for the entire game when you don't block the Mike linebacker. Or there, Anthony, I've been playing football a long time. I don't know. 
of many run plays where we don't account for the Mike linebacker. Right. It's just not part of the game plan. The line went to the damn safety. Oh, no, 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 no. 54 right there. You see him? Yeah. Block him. That's normally what you do first, right? <sighs> you get into the line. You break the huddle. You get. You look for the mic. You got to point the mic out. We got to know where that guy is. It that was, was It was heartbreaking to watch. Like I said, the defense, I don't think, played poorly. Um, T.J. Watt got after the quarterback, had a couple sacks, sack fumble, didn't, wasn't able to recover it. Uh, but he did He did well. Cam um, Cam Hayward got hurt, so we'll see how how he's if he's able to bounce back next week. I thought defensively they did a really good job, minus giving up 30 points, obviously not great. But that yeah. that's what happens when your offense is literally going three and out every series for the first quarter and a half. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's bound to – you're bound to break. And now I gave I gave the, the the Pittsburgh Steelers their hell. Let me give the San Francisco 49ers their flowers because Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, wow. Brock Purdy, those guys are ballers. Yeah. And those guys can play some football. And then you got a guy named Trent Williams who is uh, one of the best offensive linemen in the world leading out on 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 <laughs> sweeps and tosses yeah they, they killed them on the edge they, they are a really good football team and they're really good up front and i think the san francisco 49ers barring any major injuries like they had last year i think they're going to be a uh a super bowl contender that team's stacked yeah they're stacked they look good i, I thought they killed them I, I you know like peterson peterson fell down on the one Ayuk uh yeah. touchdown the first touchdown and then he was in position Ayuk just made that was a hell of a play a great play to keep his you know feet yeah, in hell of a play and, uh I, I, but, but there was a couple of times you know the couple of runs early and then you had the one uh the one yarder. run in the third quarter or fourth quarter whatever it wound up being where you just get, I mean, you know, when you're playing the 49ers, if you don't set the edge, you're going to be in trouble. They're, was, they're outside zone, outside zone, out, and they just they had no answer they for were it. They just grinding and grinding. Yeah. And, and eventually, like I said, if you're playing that many series without a break, three and out offense, three and out offense, three and out offense, defense up, defense up. You, you're going to give in at some yeah. point. It's just it's just part of the game. And I, I say I say that to get to the offense. You 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 crushed it with the offense. Kenny Pickett was so indecisive. He, but here's he I, didn't will, have any, I will. There's nothing though. I wish I had the. I wish I could show you the play. There is a play where they again. We talked about this last year with the Baltimore Ravens, where you got two receivers stacked in one spot. Yeah. The Pittsburgh Steelers did that as well yesterday. I don't know if it was a route combination that a guy ran wrong. But you got guys stacked in the same spot. It might have been three guys when you add the running back over there. And I'm like, what in the hell is this? This is not sound offense. It's not sound plays. It's not sound play calling. And it's not getting it done. And I I won't put it all on Matt Canada because, again, I know good and damn well they practice blocking the Mike linebacker on that on, on that outside zone, first play of the game, first yep. run play of the game. And Fred Warner, Fred Warner came down there and smoked. Najee Harris. And so, yeah, what do you expect? Yeah. That's Gary Davis. I'm Anthony Salter. So that's our week one uh, fast reactions there, quick reactions. We'll be back uh, next week, or maybe we'll try to slip in a, a podcast later this week. Maybe we'll do like a quick kind of prediction podcast. That, that'd be fun if we had an opportunity later this week. We will. But we appreciate you being tuned in and, and listening to the Gridiron guys. Uh, again, we'll, we'll be back either later this week with maybe a prediction podcast or we'll break down week two. Everybody enjoy Bills and Jets tonight. Should be a good one. For Kerry Davis, Super Bowl champion, I'm Anthony Salter. We'll see you next time. 
Thanks for listening to the Gridiron Guys podcast with Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis and Anthony Stalter. Driven by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Check out the Gridiron Guys podcast page at 101ESPN.com.